Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hi, friends. It's mother-daughter journey time. Welcome, welcome. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So I'm excited for today because we're going to kind of take it easy (laughs) comparatively. (laughs) We've had a few heavy topics and heavy episodes, all good, all necessary. So today we're going to kind of, it's still important information. It's a tool, but it's a fun tool it's a fun tool yes it's a more fun conversation than a codependency and boundaries and you know gotcha we're gonna talk about music exactly or the written word really for us that takes form mostly in music because we are music lovers but any sort of poetry or prose writing or i mean paragraph in a book that you're reading that speaks to you and really that's what we're talking about here we're talking about words that speak to you that make you go yes that is exactly how I feel somebody out there gets it like Mm -hmm. somebody understands Mm -hmm. and we all love music for that I think that's one of the reasons I love music that and plus I like to sing so yes I I could talk forever about why I love music. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the reasons is absolutely that. It's sometimes I find that I'm getting messages through songs, right? Like a song will come on that I haven't heard in a really long time. And it tells me exactly what I need to hear at the moment. And then there are times where I listen to a song and I think, yes, this is what I was trying to say that I couldn't say. And that's where music has kind of come in handy in our relationship. Right. It's been a tool for us to be able to vocalize feelings and emotions that we didn't know how to put into words to make the other person understand. Right. And let me tell you, we've used it many times. I can think, one, I know you've already mentioned this song in a previous episode, but Until the World Blows Up is one that as soon as you heard that by Pink, you were like, yes, this is exactly what I've been trying to say to you, Abigail, for 10 years. (laughs) Yes. Pink, she speaks to me on, like, I think she writes her music for me. That's... Oh, really? Does she? I think she writes her music for her. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. And everyone else who relates. That's probably true. But yes, that song, as soon as I heard it, I was like, well, yeah, yes, this, Mm -hmm. this. And actually, they were words that I didn't even know, like, I needed to hear because... As a mom, especially when you're going through any kind of upheaval, and and every mom does in some shape or form, to hear in that particular song where it's like, what I know so far, like, I don't have it figured out. Mm, Right. Here's what I know so far. Whatever else happens until the world blows up, we'll go down crashing together type of a thing. Like, we'll (laughs) learn as we go. Right. Not crashing together. That was just a... Well, you never... I was giving her a little wink. That was that was a mother-daughter moment we were sharing behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, well, if the, if the world is blowing up, there will be some crashing involved, Yeah, I'm assuming. But I heard that song the first time I heard it, and I was like, yes, this is what I've been trying to say to Abigail for 10 years, but also, this is what I needed to hear for 10 years. 
I needed to hear someone say, I don't know yeah. what the hell I'm doing. And my daughter knows it and it's okay. I'm just doing the best I can. But, and when I get up tomorrow morning, I'm going to do the best I can again. And let's normalize that, right? That's kind of another aspect of it is let's let's normalize that. Yes. But not what we're talking about today. No. That's oh, a tangent. Um, yes. <laughs> no, it's a good tangent. To bring it back, though, for me, I know that there have been songs that I've been like, okay, K-Dog, this is what I've been trying to say to you for years that I didn't know how to say. One in particular is called Toxic Thoughts by Faith Marie. That one, remember when I showed you that one? It was yes. just like, oh. And I think you also had a little light bulb moment, too, of, oh, <laughs> Oh, I have this, this. This this actually speaks to me personally as well. Huh, now I'm starting to get it. <laughs> right. But for so long, I was one forever, I feel like. I was concentrating on everybody else and not on me. And that's, you know, bad yes. for two reasons. One, because you're never fulfilled and you can never make everybody else happy all the time. It's impossible. It is. Right? Yeah. And two, it was like, oh, I also have these thoughts. So now I need to look at that because that's probably part of our problem too, right? Mm -hmm. When I was just concentrating on trying to help you get better or trying to be good enough for my family, the way that I felt that, you know, I wasn't. And that's my perception. I heard that and like, it opened me up to your mind. Right. But it also gave me another way to start thinking about our situation and, and utilizing another tool. I didn't know that part about it. Yeah. Yeah. See? see? Learning more about each other all the time. I like it. Those are just like a couple specific examples of how we've actually used music to express our feelings to each well, other. To communicate. To communicate. To, exactly. Sometimes there are things that are just really hard to talk about and not even just to, yes to talk about but also to even recognize and to put into words yourself to, art to articulate to articulate yes and express and that's you know what art is all about on all levels right but we're yes. talking about how we've used the written word right so I'll give a couple more examples since that's kind of what this day is about and mine is going to go right back to pink <laughs> Shocker. And then another female artist after that. But I heard a song on her new album, Trust Fall, that also mm. would have worked. Great album. That would have worked well back when we were really in the thick of it mm. to try to just let you know where I am, right? Like to you were already holding on to me, but this song was articulated and it's called Turbulence. Yes, <laughs> that's a good one. Right? And mm -hmm. it basically is, you know what's happening in your mind is so real that you can feel the crash I'm, I'm not sure on all the words i think it's crash but that it's just turbulence yes so panic is temporary but um permanent so no matter how scary it gets try to think that it's just turbulence it's just turbulence and that expressed what i wanted her to feel to her core at our worst moments like yeah this is scary i'm scared we're both scared but we're permanent. Our boat's been rocked. Right? And yeah, we're panicking right now, but we're also permanent. Like as long as we hold on to each other, we, we're going to get through it. And so that song, I wish I had had it back then. But if you are going through something where you're trying to say to your daughter or your son, you know, yeah, this is scary. I'm scared. This is like big shit. But you know what? It doesn't matter because I'm going to be here. And so we're going to ride this, this boat out together. And that song just, you know, kind just of be like, listen to this, says guys. it in a cool way. 
I think we should normalize making mixtapes for our children and our parents <laughs> oh, instead no. of for our girlfriends and boyfriends. <laughs> I was just like thinking that, right? Because that is the cliche way that people have, ooh, let me compile a, a mixtape of songs that make me think about you. But I'm, like we're kind of flipping that on its head. And That's interesting. That's just where my brain went, guys. Yeah, I mean, that's in- it's an interesting thought, right? It's something worth exploring for some people. Mixtapes are, mm-hmm. I mean, geez, you've gotten a mixtape. I have. And yeah. you've listened to it over and over again. Exactly. Not from me, but just, you know, because I never thought of doing that. Well, you know, never too late. <laughs> well, it's now, never too late. Now no, we know how to talk to each other about right. things. And so, yeah. I guess I don't need a mixtape from you. Whatever. <laughs> but no, that's actually a valid idea. Thanks. And it doesn't have to be music is kind of our point, right? Right. We cling to music because we love to sing. We love music to our core. It, for both of us, it's a piece of who we are. Well, it's And a common ground for us. And just a bonus, it's a bonding activity and experience for us, right? Like how many times have we gone in the car and just sang together and harmonized? Or how many concerts have we gone to together because it's a shared interest? So yeah. we're lucky that way oh cool (laughs) i'll we'll tell a cool story about how music actually has bonded us or something that happened to us that was amazing because of music it never would have happened if you did not introduce me to natalie merchant from a very very young age in the womb really yeah that's true (laughs) we went to see natalie merchant concert together in was it portsmouth new hampshire sounds right i think it was but that's Whatever, neither here nor there. It was a small venue, and Mm, it was amazing. But we were at this concert, and there was a drunk fan that was just screaming one song that they wanted to hear. So every time Natalie would stop singing a song, this fan would scream out the other song, like, loudly. And like K-Dog said, remember, it was a very small venue. It was impossible to get away from. Yes. <laughs> but Natalie's gotten older or maybe she had a cold or wasn't feeling her best that day. And that song was a little bit out of her range on that particular day. Mm-hmm. But she wanted to give her fan what they wanted. So she started the song and then realized this isn't comfortable. It's not going to be what I want. I, this wasn't on my playlist and I'm not comfortable doing it. So I'm going to invite people up on stage. I love that she did that. To sing with me. And I love that she was vulnerable about it too. Like, no, this isn't really working. Like, I'm not, like you said, not comfortable. Right. Come join. (laughs) And so my sister-in-law who was with me, her and I have listened to Natalie Merchant for, I mean, we've gone to every concert we possibly could. I'd say we've probably seen her 12 to 14 times. Jealous. We're going again in June. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Abigail and my sister-in-law ran up on stage. Oh, instantly. As soon as she was like, anybody want to come up? Oh my gosh. We were we jumped from the back and ran. We were like maybe fourth or fourth and fifth on stage. Right. And there was probably like 10 of you, like probably only about 10 women jumped up and ran up there. And they were all my age and my sister-in-law's age, right? They're all in their 40s and their 50s. Right. And then there was Abigail, who I think was like 24 or 25 at the time. I was young, maybe mid-20s, yeah. And so they go through the song and then Natalie goes over to each person and she's asking them like, oh, you know, thank you for coming up. What's your name? She gets to Abigail and she was like, thank you for coming up. I'm curious, you know, how do you know about my music? You're so much younger than all these other ladies. And she goes, oh, my mom had me listening to your music from the time I was in the womb. Like, we've always listened to your music. And she's like, 
is this your mom to my sister-in-law? And she goes, no, no, my mom's sitting back out there. (laughs) I threw her right under the bus. And Natalie turns around and says, mom, get up here, get up here. You got to do the next song with us. But honestly, I think something that Abigail probably doesn't know and nobody knows because I didn't share it. Ooh, okay. I'm intrigued. I didn't go up with them originally. Like if it had just been my sister-in-law and I, I would have ran up there in a New York minute. But I was struck at the moment with everything that we had gone through and the possibility that I could have lost Abigail at one point in time or all the times that I've seen her so down and the excitement and the twinkle in her eye and how she came alive at that moment (laughs) because she likes to perform. She did musical theater stuff in high school and she actually professionally for a little bit. Like she just was so alive. I literally was standing back there with tears, so thankful, uh, shaking a little bit with, I am so thankful that she is here to experience this moment with me. We're getting tears over here. But that's something that, but that bond, that is a bond that we have that was so special that, it, it affected me that way because it is something we bonded over and also something we used to communicate. So it was right. a very meaningful moment. And then she called me up on stage and it got even better. <laughs> <laughs> it did. We hugged her. We did. Yeah. So anyway, you know what? Something I'm thinking about as we're sitting here. I've always said this. I'd love to interview Pink and Natalie Merchant on our podcast. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. That, They're that... both mothers of daughters. And something I've wondered. Both lyrical geniuses, if I might add. Yes. But something I've wondered since you and I started using this as a tool to communicate with each other, I wonder if they realize that people are using their music to that level. I mean, they probably do because they're geniuses. (laughs) But yes, I would think if I was creating a song or when I'm writing something, because I've written a chapter in a book, right? Right. I want the person who's reading it to feel a certain way. Well, maybe that's what it is. Art, I'm going back to it as... I'm talking about all art forms as a matter of expression. Right. Right. And so that's what it is, is maybe not a, I know people are using this, but a hope. Right. But I'm- there's two, there's two aspects to creating art. And part of it is creating it for yourself, for Correct. your healing, for all of that goodiness. Absolutely. And then the other aspect is for the hopes that it helps somebody else or somebody else can see the beauty in it. Yes. And so maybe it's not a knowing. I would like to think that is their hope when they write these amazing works of art. (laughs) Yes, agreed. But the way that we used it and continue to use it is on a whole different level, right? Like there are songs that Natalie Merchant has sang, Jezebel is one of them, that I didn't use to communicate. It was Mm. like, oh, okay, this is how I feel at the moment. Was that technically 10,000 Maniacs? Was it? It might have been. It might have been now that you say that. Don't mind me. I'm just... You know, but anyway, <laughs> at the time I was a young mom, we were having, you know, your dad and I were having issues and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm trapped. And yeah. the song spoke to me. So I've used it on that level to be like, somebody understands me. Oh yeah. But we use it at a whole nother level to talk to each other, to communicate things that we don't know how to, so that we can bridge that gap and then just talk about the emotions of that song and how they relate. Right. And it gets us started on a difficult conversation that you and I need to have on a personal level. And I'm just curious if they, as you're writing a song or writing a piece of art, or is that a thought? Like, not only is it going to make somebody not feel alone, but somebody might actually be able to use this tool in the relationship to make their life better. Note to selves. Ask them that when we see them. Ask them that when we (laughs) When we arrive. (laughs) Yes. Whether it's intended or not, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Because it is very important 
and useful tool that we've come to utilize more and more, which has led to less and less. Yes. Yes. That's a great way to put it. Elaborate on that a little bit for everybody. <laughs> like, does, does that make sense, friends? So once we recognized the usefulness and just, well, what's the word I'm looking for? That it was a tool. That it was, yes, but I'm, I'm, I have this word on the tip of my tongue and it's driving me crazy. But the usefulness of the tool, as soon as we recognize that. Effectiveness. Effectiveness. No, that wasn't it, but sure, we'll go with it. <laughs> we started using it more often. We would seek out songs to help us translate what was happening inside into actual verbiage that we could communicate to the other person. And the more we used it, the more we began to understand each other. And ourselves. And ourselves, and the less we had to use it. Yes, agreed. So the more, the more, the less, the less. So really, it was a very important tool for us. Mm-hmm. A little out of the box, but important. And so that's really the message of this podcast. You can, I'm sure, get from the two of us talking how passionate we are about music. That's a side bonus. But if you're passionate about some kind of artistic expression, whether it be paintings, pictures, books, poems, music, Mm -hmm. any of it, any type of written or expressed form of art that you can use as a tool to explain your, I don't want to say point of view, but to explain your soul. Right. Your lens. Your lens. Thank you. Good word. Your lens. Then yeah, yeah, use whatever is available to you. If you're reading a book and this passage strikes out to you because it's really helped you personally on your journey, share it with your children. Be like, oh my gosh, look what I just read. And I had never thought of that like that before. This is this is how it changed my thinking. Just yeah. one, to share a little bit about yourself. And two, they might experience it in the same way. They might not. They might look at you and be like, mom, that's lame. But even if they do, it might also open them up to the idea of reciprocating when they come across something that speaks to them or expresses a part of them that they can't quite express themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll share it with you. Right. Which, isn't that kind of what we all want and are here for? (laughs) Exactly. And just not going to dive into it too much, but K-Dog did kind of mention it earlier that we've also used music as a means to talk about the sticky subjects. Like we mention a lot that religion is a sticky subject for us. And there's this one song called um, Belief by Ben Franken's... I can't quite remember right now, guys, but it will be in the show notes. And it's a really good song. You don't remember. No, you're gonna I'm going to have to show it, it to you after this. Hum, it, hum me a little ditty, will you? No, not right now. I can't, <laughs> I can't think of it right now. But it's, it's just a really good song. It's from the point of view of somebody who is gay, but was raised Christian. And it's like, where is my, like, who's listening to me? What's my belief? I don't, I'm confused. And it was just a very, hey, I've been there. Right. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. I don't remember this, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we'll we'll have to listen to it once we uh, hang up here. Yeah, absolutely. But yes. I'm just saying there's other ways. It's not just about your soul and who you are and all of that lovely floaty stuff. It's just another way to articulate, hey, this is where I'm coming from. This is me. This is, this is me. Another song. Another song. The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's really all, except for, and I'm sure I said this, so I'm repeating myself. Yeah. All forms can be used to express yourself. There are lots of pictures out there that depict mental illness. Oh, there I, are, 
There are a lot of, I'm and so we'll glad put those in the that. show notes too. I'll put it in the show notes too. Oh my God. Yeah. So there are a lot of ways that you can express your feelings to try to help somebody understand. And so we're going to put a few of those that we know about that we've used mm-hmm. in the show notes. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any tools that you use, put them in the comments on the website, you know, or on our social medias. And, you know, we could always use some handy tools too. If you exactly. have a Exactly, yeah, I will a, take all or, the tools, or guys. A, a paragraph <laughs> or a book that's spoken to you and helped you in your relationships and in your relationship itself and your relationship with your daughter or mother. I'd love to hear them and share them with our listeners exactly yeah what k-dog said so i think that's all we got that's all we've got today is a fun little ditty on music and with that we will uh hang up our hats and talk to you next week talk to you next week everyone bye thanks for joining us on our journey today if you liked what you heard and are looking for more Make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. See you next time.